This is Game Nights, episode number 49, recorded March 26th, 2017, The Legend of Shaker Heights, chapter 6. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Game Nights, uh, the show that takes Dungeons & Dragons to the same level as everyone else plays it at. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by three heroes who... Uh, who we'll see if they end up being heroes by the end of the hour. It is uh, Matt, Colby, and Dan, and they are here to uh, to continue our exciting quest, The Legend of Shaker Heights, Chapter 6. Gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you. Oh, welcome, welcome. This is very exciting. Uh, we, we've got I've got my note cards here filled with all the action for the next hour. Um, why don't we catch the folks at home up, uh, and probably you guys up too. It's been, it's been <laughs> yeah. what, three weeks or so while. since we've played. So. It's been a hot minute. Uh, let's At least recap. we didn't take any hostages last episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or, or trick anybody into joining us on a long quest. and then getting <laughs> We just had to fight like a dozen tiny, tiny goblin things. <laughs> you did. And you succeeded. And you left their bodies in piles all over the place. No, what happened last time around was that you folks um, encountered uh, the leader of the Order of the Cleanse. His name, Carol Wickersham. Um, you very quickly dispatched with his goblins and he cowered in fear and begged for, for mercy. Um, and you gave it to him surprisingly. Um, although Matt t- tried desperately <laughs> to light him on fire, um, among other things. So you, uh, you took his robes, tied him up. Um, and, and in your quest to explore more of the, uh, the, the area where you're imprisoned, um, you went to the quarters and as Colby mentioned, you, uh, encountered a dozen, uh, kibold, uh, lizard guys who it took a while and it wasn't fun but you dispatched with them congratulations very good um the three of you along with your your new centaur friend uh vankar um proceeded uh towards the sound of rushing water is at that point you decided to split up into two groups of two colby and dan backtracked towards the great hall towards uh the altar which uh, carol told you about meanwhile matt and vankar continued um continued the way you had been going and we ended the show where they had a choice whether they went through the the unmarked door or went to the hallway on the left towards the sound of water of course on the right was the pit filled of goblins that dan made walk to their own deaths or or, uh, i'm sorry uh matt made him walk towards their own deaths is is that a good recap guys yeah that was so good feeling back in it all right so uh, you've already split up. Colby and Dan backtracked uh, through the door towards um, the Great Hall where Carol is still tied, basically semi-nude to nude, uh, to the <laughs> dining table there. You left him. It's very graphic. Uh, well, it's, it's, you know, you guys really embarrassed him. It wasn't nice. I mean, I know he was going to sacrifice you to the demigod of watery death, but, you know, you didn't have to embarrass him. Mm-hmm. Um and meanwhile, uh, Matt and uh, Vankar had a decision. Achmenos and Vankar had a choice to make. Uh, and we're going to continue the action with uh, Vankar and Achmenos. Uh, gentlemen, you were standing there uh, looking at either the, the unmarked door or uh, a hallway, the end of which was not clear, uh, towards the sound of water. Okay. Uh, before we before we start, I, I turn to, to Vankar and I say, Vankar... I want you to know something about me. It's very important. Um, From now on, I want you specifically to start calling me Johnny. That's my nickname, Johnny. My last name is Quest, so my name is Johnny Quest. Um, But I only want you to call me that. Are you related to... We can proceed with the adventure. 
Yo, I, I, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. Jo- <laughs> who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Qu- I don't know anything about this Johnny Quest fellow. Come on, what, what are you talking about? Get out of town. So, so do you just keep your accent suppressed when you're around the other guys, and you just feel comfortable like bringing it out here? Because I'm real sensitive about it. You seem like a cool dude, so you know, I'll, I'll talk to you my my accent. What about? Or, or I forget about it sometimes. Either way, don't worry about. It. Don't worry about it. Hey, look, you want to be you want to be Johnny Quest. You can be whoever you want to be. Uh, you know. That's that's fine, Johnny. What, what whatever floats your boat. Thanks. I knew you'd understand, Vankar. That being said, I think we should go through this door that is unmarked. Uh, I'm not. I don't even want to bother with a perception check. I just want to do it. I'm, I'm just looking for. I'm just. I'm just looking for a way out, man. So you know, I just let's <laughs> whatever gets us out of this hellhole, man. I'm I'm ready to get out of here. Feeling real confident about that. I go to try to open the door. Uh, and the door is locked. Damn it course now who which of you three had the keys i think dan did definitely Um, wasn't it could be i didn't write down that i have any keys but i if if you say i have them (laughs) i reach in my pocket i check if i have keys i don't know hang on (laughs) let me let me get my (laughs) We'll, we'll find out if you have keys um you do not have the keys. All right. Also, aren't you guys in a different part of the? Yeah, so they're not near you. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to see. Do Do, do I have the keys? Oh. No, you do not have the keys. Oh. Nobody Does Matt have the keys. I don't know. Let's. Would you like to know? Let's find out. Does Matt have the? Matt has the keys. <laughs> cool. So let's open them up with the keys then. All right. So Matt tries the key to the door. He hears a click, and you just open the door. Yep. Uh, no. He open he opens the door. The room is 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 dark inside. You can't really see much. They're clearly. I mean, you haven't seen any windows since you've been here, so it's clear that uh, you know no light means pretty dark. Do I know a magic spell that can illuminate this room? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> I don't think I do. Uh I know, I know some mild spells, but I think they're all like healing spells. No, I don't know, know anything that can you light have a room. Explorers pack. I do not. I have a diplomat's pack with the lamp in it. There's a lamp. Hey. Okay. Oh. All right. I take the lamp out of the diplomat's pack, and I illuminate the room. All right. It illuminates a a, a, a circle around you guys with a certain dimension. Um, and within that, you can't really, you don't see the other walls of the room. You just kind of see the floor into the room a little bit. Okay. Uh, I walk through the room. Oh, Vankar, how about you go in front of me, buddy? Hey, you're, you're the one with the lantern, pal. Get out of <laughs> here. What are you doing? Well, I mean, it's just that you have half the body of a horse, so I'm assuming... If anybody sees you, they'll be really freaked out and run away. It's, they see well, me, I'm just okay. a giant, scary well, demon. Well, you know what? I well, look pretty intimidating. First of all, I take offense to that. That's, that's not a very nice thing to say. I'm very sensitive about my horse half. Don't, don't do that. That's not nice. You, you uh, should be who you are, Vankar. That's, I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. And you, you, know, you point these things out. I'm real sensitive about it. You know? what? You, you fool. And no, you have the lantern. Go through the fucking door. <laughs> I thought I already went through the door. Well, go go into the room. Okay. Jesus Christ. Well, this guy. I, Johnny, I guess, come on. 
I look pretty sp- pretty spooky anyway, so I'm I'm gonna walk through the door first. I walk through. I walk a little bit more into the room. And Vankar follows. Now I want to do a perception check. Okay. I rolled a nine. Oh, that's not very good. You oh, wait, uh... wait, 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 with my with my little. It's actually a twelve with my my buffer. You've it's been noticed... a long time since we've done this. Yeah, that's fine. You notice two things: one, the door has closed behind you. Uh, and two, you know, you notice six pairs of glowing eyes on the other side of the room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that car, get us out of here. <laughs> why, why are you looking at me, man? Because you can probably kick through that door with your horse feet. Come on, kick it. Give horse it a kick. Horse feet, they're called hooves. <laughs> horse feet. Get out of town. Uh, you know what? I guess I'm just gonna see who these six this these six eyes belong to. I shine the light in their in their the direction of these eyes. There you see three hyenas. What hyenas standing what? there staring at you? Hyenas. Oh, look look it up. They're common in they're common to this area. I did I didn't just pick com- them randomly. They're in they're in D and D. I did not make this up. They're just in this room. They're, it's just the hyena room. Absolutely. Um, I don't know why that sounds unusual. All right. Well, so you have a hyena room. Yeah. I take out my weapon, which is a sickle. No, I think I better use my rapier for this. I take out my rapier. Okay. Vankar doesn't have any weapons. Um, he just <laughs> has his his horse body, yes. as Matt would say, inappropriately. So give it a kick. Um. <laughs> And and are, uh, do you wish to do a battle, Matt? No. I'm going to find out what the hyenas want first. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Hyenas, I come in peace. <laughs> I might have some food here to offer you. Do I have any food with me, Sean? Um, I, I, don't, I don't have your sheet in front of me, do you? I don't think I have any food. Okay. Okay, I think I'm, I think I'm just going to fight them then. Are you do, do, do you want to, do you want to hear their response? Yeah. I really do. All right. <laughs> One of them lunges at you and tries to bite you. Quick. Okay. Roll. Oh shit. Saving throw. Um 14. Um we'll say it's good enough. Uh, but what happens is that you, as you swing to, to kind of, not like I did my microphone, you swing to knock him away, um, but you swing with your hand that contains the lantern, um, at which point you throw the lantern on the other side of the room, it smashes into a million pieces, and now you're in pitch black darkness. Well, Here we go. Mm. No, isn't the room going to catch fire? Because there's fire in the light. It's made of sand. It's not going to catch on fire. It's going to oh. turn into glass. I'll give you... <laughs> <laughs> Use it as a weapon. No, I'll give you one turn where the where the slowly uh, dissipating burning embers provide enough light for you to see something where you're not disadvantaged. After that, you will be disadvantaged. <laughs> Crap. Okay, battle time. Shouldn't have tried to talk to him, Matt. <laughs> well, that'll teach you. I rolled a twelve for initiative. Okay, let's see. Matt rolled a twelve. Vankar rolled for Vankar. No, I did sixteen. Hyena one rolled a six. Hyena two rolled another six, and hyena three rolled a two, which makes our order: Vankar, Matt, hyena one, hyena two, 
Hyena 3. Pretty simple, right? All right, Vankar. Um, Vankar uses a hooves attack. Um, let's see how he does. He rolls a three. It is unsuccessful. He, it's really, he, even, even in the low light, he can't see too well. Um, all right, Matt, go ahead. It's your turn. Eleven. Um, Eleven, that does not hit. Uh, that is a miss. Which makes it Hyena One's turn. Let's see here how we do. Uh, attacking Matt rolls a six. Doesn't do it. Okay. Hyena, hyena Two rolls a 12 against Matt. Also ineffective. And Hyena Three rolls a 9 against Matt. Ineffective. Okay, Vankar's turn. This is going to end up being like every fight we ever do. <laughs> Taking forever. Uh, let's see, Vankar rolls a 12. It is ineffective. Matt, it's your turn. Matt rolled a 2. That is ineffective. <laughs> And we're all at disadvantage at this point, by the way, I should yep. know. Um, which makes it Hyena 1's turn. Hyena 1 the... rolls an 8 against Matt. Nope. Oh my god. Uh, Hyena 2 rolls a 10 against Matt. Hyena 3 rolls a, thir- uh, a 2 against Matt. Vankar. Nope. Oh my god. <laughs> Vankar rolls a five. Does not hit. Matt, go ahead. Oh, 18. Hey, well, did, but what about your disadvantage? So that means I have to roll again? Yeah. Eight. Okay, that is a miss. <laughs> um, Matt, you're welcome to try something creative at this point. This seems like a good opportunity for you to... So you said this whole room is made out of sand, right? basically what little you saw of it. All right. So I pick up a handful of sand. I throw it up in the air and hope trying to get some of it in the hyena's eyes. All right, go ahead. Roll, roll your dice without uh, no disadvantage. Cause it's really just luck at this point. Okay. <laughs> so should I roll a D 20? Yeah. Okay. I got a nine. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Turns out you can't do that. Don't you have like you're aren't you a demon? Don't you have fire breath or something? No. That's racist. That see and I get shit for saying you have half a horse body. You're the worst demon I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> you suck at being a demon. I just look like a demon. Fankar is great at being half a horse. Um let's see. Hyena Hyena one rolls a thirteen against um we'll say Vankar. Uh and it is a hit. Against Vankar, let's see how he did. That is a uh, 1d6. Um, and that would be a 2. 2 damage to Vankar. Oh, Lord. Um, let's see. Hyena 2 rolls a 4. Hyena 3 rolls a 2. It is Vankar's turn. Um... Vankar, okay, so when you guys entered the room, Matt was in front, Vankar directly behind him, which means uh, Vankar's horse ass is basically back against the door. Yeah. So he's going to take his rear hooves, uh, and he's going to try and kick the door down. Sounds good. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) 
Horse legs. Horse horse legs. Yes, we're very scientific here. The technical <laughs> term, horse legs. <laughs> um, and he rolls a one. He tries to kick it, and it does not work. Uh, Matt, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, I do a combat roll to get on the other side of the hyenas. Okay. <laughs> like a like a, a cool like roll like sure. a, something you would see in an action movie. Do I have to do a dexterity check? Sure. Oh, nice. I got a 23 on that. Wow. So it was a really cool action roll. Matt Matt, Matt, Matt goes <laughs> to do, do a spin, rolls over and rolls on top of one of the hyenas. <laughs> nice. And does three damage. Oh, I damaged them. In the, all right, cool. Yeah. So now I'm on the other them. side of the hyenas. And we'll say that's hyena one. And I guess that's my turn. It is, and it's you know one's turn, and he's very irritated that you uh, you you rolled on top of him, um, and he rolled a two against you. Okay. Hyena two rolled a rolled a sixteen against you, Matt. Oh, that hits. Yeah, you bet your ass it does, <laughs> and that's five damage. Okay. Hyena three rolls an eight. Which does not hit. Um, it is Vankar's turn. Vankar is again going to try and kick the door down, and he rolls a um, he rolls a twelve. Uh, he kicks the door. It's halfway broken, uh, but not completely broken. Hyena one's turn. Rolled a twelve. Uh, that is not a hit. Hyena two. Rolled an eight, not a hit. Everyone's fumbling in the dark. Uh, all right, let's see. Hyena three rolls a 14 against Vankar, which is a hit and does three damage. As I write that down. Um, it is Vankar's turn. He's going to once again, going to try to kick the door down. Where'd my dice go? I was. Oh, there it is. Okay. And he rolls a 15. He kicks the door down. All right. Light floods into the room, illuminating enough so that you can see the two of you standing there and a couple of uh, hyenas that are pointing in all different directions because they didn't know where they were looking. <laughs> uh, but now they clearly see the two of you. Yes. So the disadvantage is gone now. That is correct. Uh,. Matt, it is your turn. Okay. I really want to know what's in this room. Okay. So now I'm on the other side of the hyenas, so I'm facing the part of the room that was not illuminated previously. You're facing Vankar in the door. Okay. I want to turn around and face the other way. Okay. Look at, look at the other side of the room. Yep. And I want to do a perception check. Sure. Shit. Seven. Okay, you uh, you don't see too much. Directly in front of your feet are some metal shackles. Uh, you infer that's probably where the hyenas were were chained up at one point. Um, but that's really all you see. Okay. It's my turn. And it was. In the middle of battle, Matt looks around the room. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to judge you, but you, know, that's, that's, you have to live with that decision. Um, these, these are no match for me. For all Johnny. right. Let's see here. Uh, Hyena 1's going to attack Matt and rolls a 15. 
I think it's a tie. Okay, so we'll say that's a miss. Um, Hyena 2 is going to attack Matt, rolls a 2. Hyena 3 is going to attack Matt and rolls a 4. Venkar has decided he's had enough (laughs) and leaves the room. What? He backs through the door and you lose sight of him. Treason. He's done. He's had enough. These hyenas suck. (laughs) All three hyenas turn their attention to Matt. Matt, it's your turn. All right, so I'm still facing the other way. I yes. really want to know what's in this room. Three hyenas do... between you One and the door. One more perception check. All right. One more perception check. Seven. You see oh, wait, exactly... Add the modifier. Wait, wait, wait. I keep forgetting to add the modifier. It's actually a ten. You see exactly what you saw last time. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to do better. All right. Uh, is at this point we're gonna take a timeout on that story. Matt is has three hyenas between him and the door, and Vancar's nowhere to be found. Meanwhile, Colby and Dan um, have left. They walk down the hallway towards the Great Hall. Um, we'll assume you make it to the Great Hall. There you see Carol Wickersham still tied to the table, mostly nude. A lot of dead kibolds all over the floor. Um, where where do you proceed? Wait, why was he nude again? Because Did Matt took his robes. <laughs> partly to humiliate right. okay, him, partly right. to see if he could confuse stupid goblins into thinking he was more important than he was. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, okay, that's cool. Are you I'm saying that Matt's saying. not important? I'm, I'm saying with those robes, he's very important. <laughs> the robes right. make- so we're, we're going for that the door that we think to have the... the treasure at the end of it okay towards the altar yeah right right the altar sure as you guys walk around look to carol hey guys you're back oh this is great thanks i'm so glad you're here shut up carol (laughs) okay (laughs) whatever you say guys all right to the door all right you go to the door um should we try and perceive or something i'll try to perceive the other I'll like I'll check the other side of the door for safety with the door still closed. Yes. And I'll check the door itself. Yes. All right. It's been so long I forgot what my modifiers are. Uh 12. Um you you put your ear against the door. You don't really hear anything on the other side. It sounds like a door would sound like. Um, right. You reach and try for the handle. It's unlocked. All right. I open the door. Okay. You open the door. You look down the ha- the door and you see a hallway. Um, that just seems like a regular boring hallway. Goes down, turns right. Well, we go down. Okay. And turn right. All right. You go down. You turn right. And another very short hallway that opens up into this big cavernous space. And I would like you to roll a perception check to see exactly what you see in that big cavernous space. Should we both do that? Sure. Why don't you both do it? And we'll... we'll... I got... 19. Eight. All right. (laughs) Fair enough. So that averages out to what? Roughly 14? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's not up. how it works. No, it's totally how it works. So you guys roll a 14. <laughs> that's fine. So you look in and you see what is very clearly some sort of altar. There's a giant sculpture 
of a Poseidon-esque looking for the for our normal people here, uh, so you have something to compare it to, a Poseidon-esque sculpture of, of some sort of water creature. It's tall. It's got to be 30, 30 feet high. It's, it's big. It's tall. It's a big statue. He's clutching a, a trident. Big, big dark eyes. Looks really quite menacing. Uh, and surrounding him are flames behind him. Flames. Like real flames? Like real, real fucking... Flames. Look, yeah, not real like flames. sculpture flames, no, like actual No, like fire. actual fire. Okay. Creating, it's in like a half circle, right? So you can kind of see with the stand <clears throat> behind him to backlight. Very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and directly in front of the statue, you see a column. And there's something on top of the column, but you didn't roll enough points to get a good look at it yet. Um, but that sort of, and then there's fire around that column. Gotcha. Fully uh, around it? Fully no, around right? like the, the pillar. Oh. Yes. So oh. here, let me see if I can draw you. I bet a, this thing's uh, going to come to life. Oh God. You that, or there's like a dragon on the column or something. <laughs> yeah. So what you've got is kind of, if you can see that, that's the the little rectangle. There is the statue, and you've got mm-hmm. this this long half circle of flames, very dramatically. And right yeah, in front oh, of it, you know what? You see the little column with flames around it as well. We're gonna have to Indiana Jones this shit. You got a bag of sand? <laughs> well, the column's surrounded by flames, isn't it? So we got to deal with that. We can get past that. We can get past that. I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, this <laughs> is in the corner of this large room, and it's it's quite menacing um, in its size and scope. Um, it, um, yeah, that's that's basically what you see. Uh, is it? And there's nothing else in the room. That's what you see. Okay. <laughs> so yes. So there is. <laughs> um, well, I guess we should take a closer look at this. See if we can figure out what's on top of the the pillar thing. Mm. If only uh, Dawkins was here. Indeed. I guess hawks probably don't like caves that much. No. Bit of a ceiling height issue. Right. Uh, is it is the pillar really tall? Um, it's probably I don't know five feet. You know, it's you can if you had to reach for what was on top of it, you could. Okay, like I could or Dan could. No, Dan could you? No, oh, okay. you, of course you couldn't. <laughs> um, but I could throw Colby. I could I could oh. chuck him like a shot put. I can also use Mark him over the top this. of the pillar. He grabs a thing on top and then skids. Seriously, <laughs> I would really love for you to do that. Like, I'm not even kidding. That would be kind of amazing. Well, grab right. him by the Let's collar, whip him around that way. Yep. Yep. I would. I, I'm up for it if you are. <laughs> Let's just let's just we gotta we gotta angle it so I don't go like flying into the flames behind the. It would have to be extremely precise. I would have to yeah. roll a twenty, really, because well, any too high you miss the thing, you go into the flames. Too low, would, you crash into the pillar. I'd give you a bit of flexibility on that, but not much. <laughs> You'd have a very plus or minus two maybe on that well, twenty. I think one one thing we could do is like stand uh, if we if we initiate the throw from between 
the uh the background flames in the pillar in the statue mm. then at least we avoid like i can't get thrown into the background flames that, that's a good uh, idea so there's still the pillar flames. background flames right no no um do, let's try to see what is on top though because if it's something that'll kill you <laughs> it's you don't, you don't sword it. like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, now you you could stand on my shoulders if, if that would help you get a better look. That's true. I think then at that point you would be above. You would be over five feet. Actually, that's probably the thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, how's your acrobatics looking? Uh, my my acrobatics is pretty robust. I think. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, I, I think that's as in, a, as in it's plus six. So oh fuck yeah, get on my shoulders and let's see what that thing looks like, and then we can make a decision. All right, I'm gonna roll roll an acrobat. Oh god, I got a nine. That's <laughs> with my plus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Colby tries to get on top of Dan's shoulders. They wobble around and kind of stumble around, and then they both fall over. Nobody's hurt, but they're kind should of embarrassed. Should, should we try that again? Yeah. Uh, that's what it's, it's rusty. I'm just, just a little rusty. Uh, 15 this time. Colby once again tries to get on Dan's back. He gets up there. They wobble around, stumble a little bit, eventually regain their balance. And Colby is up on Dan's shoulders. However, Dan is uh, struggling under... The wait a little bit, so whatever they need to look at, they should do it sooner rather than later. All right, should we like like ha- chicken walk over over to the? No, we're right in front of it. That, the, oh, we're standing oh. right in front of it. Yeah. Can I? Should I perceive then? Do I need to percept? Yeah. yeah. Let's see what that thing is. <laughs> God, I got a two. Can I percept <laughs> again? You can percept again, but this is this is it. Okay. Mm, ten. Uh, before you fall off of Dan's shoulders for a second time, you get a quick glance at what's on top of that pillar. It looks sort of like a glass bottle, and there's something inside of it. It's The mm-hmm. bottle is corked, and there's some sort of object uh, inside, but you didn't get a great look at what it was. You fall over. All right. <laughs> well, so how far how, when you were on top of my shoulders, how far were you from the bottle? Probably like well, how far from the 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 end, edge of the flames to the bottle as a bird flies? So, okay, so it would go you guys to the edge of the flames is probably 5 to 7 feet. The flames to the bottle um, would probably be just another foot or two. Wait, wait, wait. There's five to seven feet of flames between no, no, no. us and this no, pillar? No, no, no. Between you and where the flames start. You're but five to seven st- feet we're away. We're standing at the flames now so that we could get as you good approach- a look at the... Did I hear you say you approached the flames? I heard, you, <laughs> I heard Colby get up on your shoulders. All right, well, fine then. I guess we didn't. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it's... The flame, the difference between the edge of the flames and the the pillar is one to two feet. Yeah, basically, yeah. What could you, could you jump over the flames? And is there ground 
uh, on the between the flames and the pillar. Uh, there is that little foot space that it is a it is a, a you know it's not the whole thing isn't fire however the fire is up about three to four feet so you know it certainly wouldn't be easy to get over. So um, here's here's what I'm thinking. As much fun as it would try and it would be to try and acrobatics our way <laughs> to the top of this pillar. Um, I have the the mage hand spell, so I, I think I could just oh. pick up pick up the thing. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm down. Yeah, and then it says, "Yeah, I can retrieve an item from an open container." So, and I can move it up to thirty feet. So it should be good. Uh, so so unless the dungeon master it objects. No, I don't know. As far as I can tell, I don't object. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna conjure conjure my mage hand, uh, snatch the bottle. Suddenly, as you're conjuring the mage hand, you hear a voice. This voice doesn't seem to come from any one direction, but rather all directions. And the voice says, "Hulk." <laughs> but okay it says what Holt Talk? it said Holt Holt oh. I shouldn't try and be dramatic with the voice acting Holt <laughs> it's German a German voice yes yes exactly <laughs> who's that are you asking me or are you asking the voice well I'm asking the voice sorry it, Mal says who's that Holt who's there it says Holt again Holt I'm, I already halted. I'm not moving. Leave this place. No. <laughs> I said, leave this place. I don't think so. Leave now, and your life will be spared. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think we should do, Dan? Dan should we just leave? <laughs> no. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this thing has a map to that place that we want to go to. The other half of the map that we have, perhaps. Right. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, it doesn't seem like it's very interested in talking. That's true. Right? So, I don't think there's any negotiation to be done here. This could be a Wizard of Oz situation where we need to find find the guy behind the curtain. The voice starts uh, okay. talking again. I know you're thinking about doing something. <laughs> Should you try, the protector will stop you. Leave now with your lives. I, I'm going to do a perception check to see if I can tell where this voice is coming from. Good call. Natural 20. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> you're just so unfair. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's very upsetting. Um, the voice is coming from inside your head. You're oh. not. You're not hearing it. You're thinking it. All right. Interesting. It's getting crowded in here with the quill and the <laughs> <laughs> all these voices. Get out! Of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I say take it anyways. I mean, it's clearly very important. It's yeah. gotta be why we're here. All right, all right. Uh, so I'm as 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 uh, quickly as I can. I'm gonna summon the mage hand 
snatch the bottle and like put it in put it in my my rucksack or <laughs> rucksack. <laughs> um. All right. You the mage hand works. He conjures it. He goes grabs the the bottle, pulls it towards him, and it's in Colby's hand. Um. Suddenly, the ground beneath you starts to shake. And the, and the dust on the ground around you starts to shake. Uh-oh. But the dust starts to move, move towards itself, creating in two piles directly in front of you between you and the altar. And the <laughs> dust starts to rise and form into shapes. The shape it's a sandcastle. of two mummies. Oh, Ooh. no. <laughs> Cut to Matt and Vankar. Uh. <laughs> mummies are D&D canon? You don't believe me. There you go. <laughs> they absolutely that is, are. Look that, that is the creepiest picture of a mummy I've ever seen. Oh, they're absolutely terrifying. We, By the way, we've encountered mummies. We encountered mummies on the last quest, if you remember. Um, you'll, you'll remember a particular attack of theirs in a minute. But before we get to that, we have to return to Matt, who is currently confronted by three hyenas left alone. Vankar has abandoned him um, in a room that is now mostly lit. Matt can see it contains nothing but three hyenas in the shackles where they're normally kept in the hyena storage room. Um, <laughs> and he's still under attack. Uh, Matt will give you the opportunity to take an action before the hyenas uh, all attack you. I'll take an action here. You see, if there's one thing about hyenas that I've learned over the years, it's that they can't resist the power of music. I was hoping you'd do this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so with that, which actually that's something that Achmedos just says out loud to the hyenas and, and to no one in particular except for the audience at home. And he takes out his bard's mandolin and he starts singing a song about hyenas. And it goes a little something like this. Hyena, hyena, hyena. And he just keeps saying that over and over again. And the, he's as he sings, he starts to turn into a hyena tamer. Could you describe what that looks like to the folks at home? <laughs> it's like kind of like one of those people at the zoo that wear like those khaki shirts. With the four pockets, yeah, with the, with on the, the vest all the pockets, yes, and and like a, a safari hat, okay. And he's still he's singing the song about the hyenas, and I'm not sure what to do to see if the hyenas are affected by this song or not. I guess I roll something. Um, no, I don't think you have to. Only because you um, you've already because gone he actually out. sang the song. Yeah, and you you have that ability. Yeah. Um. And in this case, you may not know this, hyenas are actually quite um, vocal animals, actually. They, oh. they, that is one of their um, sort of skills and focuses. So uh, you were in luck, Matt, because they, um, they well, first of all, time out. I don't know why you wouldn't change into Carol Wickersham or someone they recognize instead of someone who looks <laughs> But okay, that's, you did it. Um, they don't really care that you look like a hyena tamer because they've never seen one before, <laughs> but they do like your song a lot and they seem to go from being quite angry to quite mild. Um, and they don't seem to be in attack mode. So they're no longer attacking you. I would not go so far as to say they trust you, uh, but they're certainly <laughs> not interested in, uh, in attacking so, you. 
So maybe riding one of them out of here would not be the best idea. You can try. I encourage you, in <laughs> fact, to try. But that's your decision to make. Uh, what I can tell you is they seem to have... They're all staring at you, but they seem to have relaxed. I think I'm good here. I'm going to try to slip away, at least onto the other side of them, unnoticed. Or, uh, but I'm, I'm still playing. I'm still playing the mandolin as I'm uh, as I'm moving, and I'm still facing towards them, so they can still hear my music. I would like you to roll a dexterity check if you wouldn't mind, and we'll see if you can do it without tripping over your own two feet. Okay, I got a um oh a thirteen. Okay, while playing, can you sing the song again? Hyena, hyena, hyena. Matt, Matt edges his way around the hyenas towards the door, um, and they stare at him and, and with their eyes follow him as he walks around the room. And he walks out, and uh, and they seem to to let him uh, let him leave. Okay, so now I need to find that bastard Vankar. You, who you ditched me. <laughs> You look around, you uh he is nowhere to, to be seen. What? Oh, I should shut the door. Alright, I shut the door. You can't. So, Vankar can't kicked help. it clean in half. That's right, he did. Okay. <sighs> Where did the Vankar? Okay. You know what? I'm gonna proceed on without him. Okay. Well you can either go back towards the Great Hall or you can head towards the water sound. I'm gonna head towards the water sound. Okay. You head down the hall. And uh, this also opens up into a large cavernous room. I would like you to roll a perception check. Seven. Uh, you look and you see what appears to be uh, in, in a... This, this is a large room, very, like... It's quite large. And you see over in one corner what appears to be a body of water. Um, it appears to be not... The size of a large, an Olympic-sized swimming pool body of water um, in the corner, surrounded by rocks. Behind it, you see a waterfall. Um, and standing at the edge of the water is none other than your good friend and mine, Mr. Vankar, um, oh. who, is, who is standing at the edge of the water, um, looking at it. Um, and that's, that's pretty much all you, all you see in the room. Okay. Um, does Vankar see me? Can he see me? He did. He does not notice that you entered. Okay. Um. I guess I'm gonna walk forward towards the water, and I'm gonna stare into the water. Vankar notices you enter. Hey, Matt. There you are. Where you been, man? Where you at? <laughs> so, how close to Vankar am I? Uh. Well, he's standing at the edge of the water. If you're also standing at the edge of the water, then I'd say pretty close. Okay. I say to Vankar, I've been pretty good, man. I I missed you back there with those hyenas, man. What was up with that? Where did yeah. you go? Man, that shit was crazy with the hyenas and the, you know, man, that was that was nuts. I'm glad we could get out of that one. That was a tough jam. Yeah. I'm glad we could get out of that one too, Vankar. Check out what I found, all this water. Yeah, what's up with this water? This is this is crazy. I say, Oh, Vankar, do you smell that? 
I, what 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 the rock is cooking? I don't know. What? No, no. Do you do you smell that Vancar? Something in here smells really bad. I I don't smell anything. I think it might be that water. Vancar, can you lean over and smell that water for me? Okay. And he he bends over, but because he's half a horse, he can really only bend at his waist, which is about the the height of a horse's head. So he can't really get very close to the water. All right, I grab Vancar's head and I shove it in the water. <laughs> And I hold it down. <laughs> and I don't let go until he's dead. <laughs> I want you to, you're going you're gonna to roll an attack roll on that. 15. Oh. Best attack roll I've rolled all day. And wouldn't you know it, it hits. <laughs> Bankar's dead. And you, you, well, no, you, you, we're going to have you roll it once to cut his hit points in half, but you got to roll it again successfully to kill him. He's a oh. big dude. That's true. He's half a horse. He's half. You really got to kill for two at this point. You've killed. You've killed the horse half. Now you have to kill the man half. I just rolled fifteen. That is enough to hit as well. You have successfully, Vankar, <laughs> and then he just sort of collapses on top of you. Take All two right. hit points of damage. Okay. That's I what don't you want get for him killing to be dead. Him. I just wanted it to injure him severely. No, you killed him. Oh, <laughs> no. You said you wanted to kill him. You, you rolled twice. You wanted to kill him if you didn't want to kill him. I told you he lost half his hit points after the first roll. No, I thought the second one made him lose half no, his hit points. No, you killed him. He's <laughs> dead. <laughs> He's lying on the ground. Can, it, can he be like healing? Can I, you, you know you what? Can, I have a song here. I have a song of healing. You're going to kill him and then bring him back to life? <laughs> yes. I'm gonna use, well, it says cure really status ailments. Is death a status ailment? Because really, know. I just—I have two extremes. I have the song of rest, which cures light wounds, and I have the song of healing, which cures status ailments. Let's say, because I believe, yes, I would believe he would be a status ailment. The problem is, let's <laughs> go no, ahead. A Matt. status ailment is like unconscious oh God, or paralyzed. Like burned or, my hand. Yeah, yeah. Not I death. Don't think being dead is a status. But ailment. I want you. I want to see you try anyway. So go ahead. All right, I'm playing the song of the song of healing. And how does that go? My dear departed friend Vankar. Oh Vankar, oh Vankar. <laughs> I'm sorry that I drowned you. I thought that was going to be to the tune of Oh Christmas Tree for a second there. Oh, Vankar, oh Vankar. Please come back home soon. Uh <laughs> Vankar is surrounded by a, an ethereal light as Madison is song. All of a sudden, <laughs> he starts spitting up water. <laughs> what? 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 What happened? I don't. I did. I fall in the water. What happened? Yeah, I, I, you saw. You said you saw like a fish in the water, and you really wanted to try to grab it with your mouth. And then I bet you like twenty bucks that you couldn't do it. So you tried to do it anyway. I try. I, I knew it was a bad idea, Vankar. But listen, sometimes you just can't be like talked out of things. So <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. Thank yeah. you for being a good friend, Johnny. <laughs> you got it, Vankar, buddy. <coughs> can you can you help me up? Sure, you got it. All right. I help him up. You're you're both you're both standing there at the edge of the water. Vankar is a little wobbly because he was dead. Uh, <laughs> and now he's not dead anymore. Thanks, Matt. Um, what do you uh, what do you, what do you do now? Okay. Um, 
So, Vankar, how deep do you think this water goes? Oh, man, I got apparently deep enough for me to drown in. I don't I don't know. I mean, it can't. It's got to be somewhat deep. I don't I don't know. I didn't get a good look at it. Hmm. There must be some kind of way to determine how deep this water is. You know what? Why don't I roll a perception check? Okay, you roll accent, that. His accent is just so horrific. <laughs> um, hang on, I gotta pull a sheet here. Um, perception check is I'm so rusty. That's wisdom. What is that? I think it's wisdom. I don't even know. Uh, he rolls a fifteen. Um, he looks and he sees that the water. You know, we can only see out so far, but it seems to be somewhat, somewhat shallow. I mean, this isn't. That for for its size, it doesn't seem to contain a lot of water. Um, he looks at the uh, he looks at the waterfall, um, and notices uh, notices there there's something up with that waterfall. Uh, that he should uh, that he can't get a great look at. He's still a little dizzy from being dead and all. So does the waterfall take water out of the pool or put water into the pool? Do you know how waterfalls work, Matt? <laughs> it, it is not a reverse waterfall. It's it's the same. Right, no, so it's, it's putting water into the pool. Then, then there's got to be some kind of drainage system so that the pool doesn't flood. <laughs> um, which means if there's a drainage system, there's got to be like a secret pipe or like tunnel that we can get into. And it probably has treasures in it. Okay. This is an enigma. All right, let's 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 investigate around the waterfall first. Okay. So we walk over to the base of the waterfall. Um is there anywhere to stand on dry land like while we're looking at this or do we have to be in the water? Sure. So you walk around the edge of the of the lake and there's um let's see if I can draw you another diagram here. Another one of my fantastic diagrams that are not to scale. working on it here all right so there is your uh there you go look at that isn't that something can you see that okay there <laughs> yeah. and so what you're looking at is that is the rocky outcropping where you tried to drown your new horse friend uh, and that's the water and there you see that the dark that's that's the waterfall, that's the waterfall right there okay um and then the, the 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 rocks on the outside this is the wall so the waterfall is coming out of the wall, and there's an edge um, along which you, you could walk towards the waterfall. Do you get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. So okay. we walk around the outside edge there toward the waterfall. Yes. As you approach the waterfall, you notice there is something behind it. I won't, I won't play coy. Something behind the waterfall. All right, we're gonna. I want to do a perception check to see okay. what it is. Oh, perfect twenty! Whoa, how often does that happen? Yes. All, All right. right. So that's a natural twenty. It is with my modifier. That's a twenty-three. Yes, it is. So you look. Uh, you look at the waterfall, and you see behind it there is clearly some sort of opening. As you approach it, you notice it appears to be some sort of uh, man-made tunnel behind the waterfall that. Apparently they were trying to hide and didn't do a great job. 
um, that um, that leads to somewhere. However, you cannot uh, see exactly where it leads to without going into it. Okay. So, Vankar. Last time I led the way, and it could have just been me, but last time I led the way, we got attacked by a bunch of angry hyenas. I think it might be good luck, shall we say, if you led the way this time. Let's say you do that. I, I trust you. I, tr- I, tr- I trust you, man. You know, you, you got my back. You're looking out for me. You're a good friend. You know, we, we trust one another. If you want me to go first, man, I, I hey, I'm happy happy to do so. We'll we'll take care of this. Hey, Vankar, did did when I when I tried to kill you by drowning you in that pool, did it did it affect your brain in some way? Are you like brain damaged a little bit, buddy? Hi, I'm Vankar. <laughs> nice to meet you. I guess that about answers my question. Let's go through the tunnel, shall we? <laughs> uh, and I guess the two of you, Vankar in the lead, enter into the tunnel. Um, and, and head towards the great unknown cut to Colby and Dan standing in front of the altar, um, with two mummies directly in front of them. Um, uh-huh. the voice enters their heads again, <clears throat> leave the bottle and leave with your lives. Are there mummies between us and the door? No, if you if you really if that's really your if you really want to try that, you're welcome to. But no, they're no they're between you and the altar. <clears throat> okay. Just just curious. Uh are they like advancing on us or are they they're just there? Just standing there staring at you with no eyes because they're mummies. They're they're skull holes. That's creepy. They're oh, very what's creepy. in the bottle. Oh yeah. Can I perce- look at the bottle? Yeah, you need to have to roll perception check. It's in your hand. You, you, it's that close. If you can't see it, you need glasses. Um, you look at the bottle. Inside, there is a, a, a rolled up piece of paper tied with a piece of twine inside of the bottle. All right. It looks old. So I say to the voice, if we give you the bottle back, will you let us go? This one thinks he's smart. <laughs> the bottle and the object inside. Mm. And the object inside. Okay. That does not belong to you. Uh. Colby, do you, uh. Here, we're quilling right now. That's a new <laughs> verb I made up. <laughs> um. Here's what I propose. You're, you're, uh. You're a man of some ill repute. You know, you've been around on the streets a little bit. I want you to open up this bottle, take out the paper that's inside, and slide in another mm. paper, another rolled up piece of parchment that you have in your pocket. All right. I'm going to try to use my sleight of hand. That's the word I'm Skill, looking for. Yes. That's the business right there. Uh, <laughs> in which I also have plus six. So, let's see. Meanwhile, I'm distracting. I'm I'm distracting from the magician. <laughs> how, how are you distracting? I want to hear specifically. Well, I'm 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 like, what? You know, what's uh, what's so great about this piece of paper? Because you, the way I see it, we seem to be the ones in the the bargaining position here. You got to make an offer to us. Stop 
distracting. <laughs> Give us the bottle. Uh, meanwhile, I rolled a uh, 22. I say, all right. Uh, bottle. So Colby rolls a 22. He reaches into his pocket, pulls out a small piece of paper, attempts to swap it in and out of the bottle. He succeeds, gets it in the bottle, um, and with the topper on top of it. All right. I mean, I so, I, so I, I guess we from Colby and I and I put it down on the ground and I roll it towards the mummies. You made the right decision. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. All right. Sorry uh, about that. Uh, <laughs> we'll be be on our way, I guess. Yeah. Um. Should we like check out the rest of the room or anything, or nope. should we get out? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I guess we, we we yeah we can go back and check on that mystery door or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah, cool. All right, as you, as you guys go to leave the room, uh, which one of you is exiting the room first? Mm. What? <laughs> yeah, I, Dan's I say, leaving first. Okay. Dan's leaving the room first. Dan is out of the room. Colby's about to get out of the room when he hears a voice. Wait a sec. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a second. I see what you did there. <laughs> and then the mummy, from a distance... Where's my mummy from sheet? From a distance. Um, attempts to um, hit Colby with a dreadful glare. Remember dreadful glare? Back when we... I don't. Back when we, oh, this was not fun. That was one of the one of the deep hits, yeah. It was, which it's uh, let's see, because it doesn't have to. Be, it can be pretty far from you to uh, to attack it. Um, you, Colby, you have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. That is not my uh, my forte. <laughs> I got a three. All right. Well, that means um, you... Wait, what'd you roll? Three. Oh, wow. You actually, by rolling that bad, you actually get even more damage. Um, You are... Because if you had just failed, you would have become frightened, which I forget exactly what that entails. I'd have to look that up. Uh, But not only are you now frightened, you're also paralyzed. Colby collapses to the ground, half his body inside the door, half his door out. Half his body outside the door. (laughs) And on that totally fantastic note, we have got to end this episode, (laughs) which I can't think of a more dramatic place. We've got Colby lying paralyzed on the ground. Dan, who knows what Dan's going to do? He's going to leave him there to die. Is he going to is he going to come help his friend? We've got uh, Matt and Vankar um, going through a mysterious tunnel. Uh, You all are going to want to have to tune in next time to see where this adventure goes. Um, But we're out of time this time. So our website, GameNights.tv. Go there. Get every episode. Uh, Past, present, future. Follow the whole story there. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Game Nights TV. On behalf of Colby, Dan, and Matt, this is Sean, your Dungeon Master, thanking everybody for joining us and hoping we'll see you next time to continue this exciting adventure here on Game Nights. <laughs>